Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello everyone, Charles Watts here. Welcome to a Tuesday edition of Inside Arsenal. I hope wherever you're watching or listening to this show around the world, you are having a very, very good day. Just a quick note before we start today's show, I'll be sitting down with James Benj a little bit later on today. Not too long away from recording this actually. So if you do want any of your questions involved in that Inside Arsenal Extra Time show, then I'd get them in pretty quickly. Some of you did send yours in yesterday, so I'm having a look through those as well. But anyone you do, anything you want to talk about, questions, comments, anything like that, if you do want us to try and include it in the show, then uh, you're going to need to reply pretty quickly to this show in the comments below. Plenty to talk about before we get to that inside Arsenal extra time. Though. Today, Mikel Arteta has just been speaking at London Colney ahead of tomorrow night's game against West Ham in the Carabao Cup. So we'll look at what he's had to say there. The latest on Gabriel Jesus, Martin Odegaard, whether Declan Rice will feature and just kind of what his thinking is ahead of this game with that big, big game at Newcastle fast approaching on Saturday as well. So let's get stuck into it, shall we? Um, team selection was obviously a big sort of topic of debate in the press conference. He was asked if it's going to be impacted at all by that game against Newcastle at the weekend. And he says nothing. We just have to beat West Ham. It's a competition that we have the chance to progress and win a trophy. And our mindset is going to be focused just on West Ham. Uh, he was then asked about the sort of importance of the competition. You have to say probably priority-wise, it is at the lowest of Arsenal's priorities this season. But I think personally, it's a competition you've got to really try and win. I do think silverware is very, very important to Mikel Arteta and to this Arsenal group at the moment, even if it is the Carabao Cup. And he says, look, doing what we are doing, being consistent and playing better than the opponent tomorrow against West Ham is going to be a really tough game. Is always is away from home against them and we want to continue the momentum 
and form that we're in. He was asked if it's going to be a similar approach to the Brentford game. And he said, yes, the context is a bit different because we've got some injuries. We don't have too much availability in terms of the squad, but I prepare the game in the same way we did there to try and win it. When he talks there in the second bit about momentum, I think that's really, really important. You just don't really want to lose a game. Again, the whole, you know, it's only the Carabao Cup. I know it is, you know, it is the, the lowest of the priorities for Arsenal this season, but you know, any defeat, whatever competition it is, it just halts momentum a little bit. And Arsenal have got a bit of momentum now with the win against City before the international coming back, coming back the way they did to get the draw against Chelsea, going to Sevilla and winning, winning 5 0 at the weekend. There's a nice bit of momentum building there for Arsenal and just don't want anything to knock them out of their stride. And as I said, I really think this is an important competition for Arsenal this season. It may be at the lowest point of the priority list but as I said I just think it's a really big thing for Arteta to win a trophy it's been a few years now since that FA Cup win everyone knows the importance of silverware and what it can do to a new group and this is a new young group and getting their hands on silverware would be really really important so I just don't think throwing this competition away would do anyone any good whatsoever and that's why I think it needs to be you know there needs to be full focus on this game yes you've got to rotate I understand that he's not going to go out there and play the exact same starting 11 that he would play against Newcastle at the weekend I think there will be plenty of changes like there were against Brentford but it's got to be a team that can go out there and compete against a very good Premier League side this Wednesday one player who doesn't look like will be involved of course is Gabriel Jesus Mikel Arteta was asked about him quite interesting he said look with him I'm not going to put any time scale on it because I did it once and I got it totally wrong we need to be cautious to treat it in the right way but he is already pushing everybody he wants to be back as quick as possible and we need him so that's great yeah, this is going to be an interesting one with Gabriel Jesus. You know, how long is it? You know, Mikel, he was speaking about Thomas Partey also in this press conference. And he said, look, I think it's going to be weeks for Thomas. He talked, it was quite a lot of interesting stuff about Thomas Partey and the recurring injuries that he's uh, been suffering at Arsenal. I think myself and James will talk about that a lot more in depth in the Inside Arsenal Extra Time show. because I think it's a very interesting subject of discussion. But on Jesus, it wasn't a case of it's definitely weeks. He just said this, you know, he, there's a lot, of, a little bit more mystery around this and whether that's Arsenal, you know, very much looking at this game at Newcastle at the weekend and thinking there is a possibility that Jesus could return for such a huge game. You know, I think that's obviously open to, uh, to the sort of way you look at what Mikel's had to say, but it wouldn't surprise me just by the way, you know, we know Jesus recovers quickly. Uh, we know he really pushes to be involved. You know, I don't think he'll be tomorrow night, but, you know, I wouldn't be totally ruling him out of Saturday maybe that's just me and wishful thinking but but we shall see it's not I look at those comments from Mikel there and I don't think that's the the worst update by any means uh when it comes to Jesus's fitness uh, there was also talk about Martin Odegaard's injury now I know Martin is suffering from a bit of a hip problem that's been he's been struggling with with a, for a few weeks now he was rested in the game against Sheffield United at the weekend. He was on the bench, but he didn't even come on. So he had a proper, proper rest. That's what Mikel had to say to him, uh, had to say today in his press conference, said, look, and, and he was asking, you know, is he going to be rested again? He said, look, we rested him the other day. So it's how long we rest him and how we manage the minutes and the rhythm he needs as well to be at his best. We had the opportunity to do it on Saturday. We didn't use him at the end. So that was good. He was then asked, you know, is this hip injury, is it all just about rest? There's no other way of of fixing it. He said, it's not only that, there are a lot of other things you have to do. It's impossible to play with no niggles in football. At this level, when you have games every three days, it is impossible. If you try to do that, you better stay in bed. I don't know uh, players who are constantly perfect to stay in the best 
condition. And that's true. Look, we all know that players play with injuries all the time. It is, as he says, impossible to play at elite level football, take the massive hits that you take, the kicks that you take, the demands you put your body through to you not be feeling something pretty much every game. For most players, that's fine. They can play through it and they're fine. They can just continue um, as long as it's a manage- manageable injury. I don't think there's anything serious with Martin Odegaard. The fact that he was on the bench at the weekend, you know, he was an option to play even though he didn't get on, shows, I think, that there was nothing serious with Martin Odegaard. I can't see him playing in this game against West Ham, not with Newcastle on the horizon. And I know Mikel says, look, all of our focus is on West Ham, not Newcastle. Managers say that. But I do think when it comes to someone like Odegaard, who's clearly been carrying this sort of issue, you don't play him against West Ham in the Carabao Cup, especially with such a demanding game against Newcastle on Saturday. When Odegaard is the person who who starts the press, who sets the tempo from the front, and you're going to need to do that against Newcastle. You know, he was exceptional at St. James's Park last season in that 2-0 win. And that's the kind of performance you're going to need from him again on Saturday. And so you're going to need him as close to his best and his peak fitness as possible. So I just, I'd be very surprised if we see Odegaard. I think we'll see some important players but I just can't see Martin being one of them. Declan Rice, this was interesting. Obviously, could well be Declan Rice's first match back at West Ham following that record-breaking move in the summer. Mikel was asked about that and whether he is going to be involved. And he said he can be involved. It will be his first time back at his old club, and it's a beautiful moment for him. I had the experience to do it a few times, and then you really see what they think of you and what you left at the club. It is a really good way to measure your experience and your reality within the reality of the people that you shared your experiences with. Uh, he was then asked, you know, if Declan Rice is involved, will he get a good reception? He said, I hope so. Every time you hear him talk about West Ham and what they did for him and everybody at the club, he cannot talk any higher. Hopefully, it will be the same way towards him. I think this will be interesting what sort of reception Declan does get. Um you know, he was hugely popular at West Ham. He was, you know, a legend at West Ham. He led them to their first European trophy in God knows how many long, how long or was it even their first European trophy? And their first trophy in 50 years or whatever it was since 1981 or something around then. Um, and, it, you know, you saw the reception he got afterwards when they were doing the, the tour parade through the streets. They were all begging for him to stay. Uh, but then he did go and he went to he went to Arsenal. And I think with West Ham fans, that did leave a bit of a sour taste. They wanted him to go to Manchester City. You know, when you go to City, it's just one of those things when you're just like, oh, well, he's gone to Man City. He's gone to play in the Guardiola. He's gone to win trophies. But he didn't. He went to a London rival, a rival that West Ham fans would have been looking at thinking, you know, are you are you going to win? Are you guaranteed to win trophies there? Is that a huge step up? Now, obviously, for Arsenal and from our point of view, it's definitely a massive step up. But from West Ham fans, you can understand them looking at it and thinking, you know, why didn't you? Do, why why haven't you gone to Man City? Why did you choose Arsenal? And you could tell the reaction, certainly on social media at the time, that there was a fair bit of anger about it. So it'll be interesting to see how that represents itself on the in the stadium tomorrow night. I think he'll get a good reception from a lot of fans, but I can't imagine it is going to be a universally good reaction. I think there will be some, probably boos or whatever, but um, yeah. Declan, whatever the sort of reception is, I have no doubts if Declan is involved and I can't see Declan Rice starting this game. If he is involved, he'll be on the bench. Surely you don't start Declan Rice in this game ahead of Newcastle at the weekend. Um, But if he does come on and he does get a bit of grief, it's not going to bother him. I can't see it bothering him. He's just not got that type of personality or character for it to let him um, affect him whatsoever. In fact, it'll probably drive him on anything else. But yeah, interesting. Uh, Nonetheless, from Arteta on Declan. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. On Eddie and whether he needs to be rested for this game with one eye on Newcastle or whether he should be started again to sort of com- keep the momentum going from Saturday. Mikel said, look, it's both. We have to be conscious with the amount of minutes they play. He has started a lot of games in the Premier League, but in terms of how we've utilised him, he's fresh and he's in a really good moment. So when players like this, they have to be used, whether we do it as a starter or on the bench, we will see. Um, I think you've got to kind of take into account what's going on with Gabriel Jesus. I said this in yesterday's show you know, if Jesus is definitely going to be out, you probably need to protect Enketia for the Newcastle game at on Saturday. If Jesus is going to be involved and potentially playing against Newcastle, then maybe you start Eddie. Um, you know, there are options, obviously, with what Mikel can do up front. You could play Trossard as a nine. You could play Havertz as a nine. Um, so there are options for him. I, I've got a feeling Eddie might well be on the bench. I know he, st- he started, didn't he, against Brentford last time out. Um, I think he could be on the bench this time, but we shall see. Uh, just before we get some of your questions and comments at the end, Mikel was asked about Messi winning Ballon d'Or. Congratulations to Lionel Messi yesterday winning it. What was that, number eight? I think he's won now. It's unbelievable. Um, not surprising he won it after what he did for Argentina at the, West, at the World Cup. Um, Mikel said, when you talk about Messi, you can never be wrong. He won the World Cup at his age. It was the pinnacle of his career. It's just incredible. The consistency that he's shown, the level that he's put world football into, I think it's incredible. And I'm so glad we had a few as well nominated on those lists. Of course, Arsenal did have a couple of players. Bakaya Saka came 24th. Martin Odegaard came 28th. Ramsdale was also in the list for the top goalkeeper award. Um, When Mikel was asked, you know, how did that make you feel having those players involved? He said, pride. It's always good to look at yourselves next to those names. It's a compliment for them for what they have done. Now the challenge is to be higher up on those lists next season. And it will be interesting, I think, to see where Arsenal's star players are next season on that list. I think 24th and 28th, given the season Saka and Odegaard had last season, maybe, you know, you could say is a little bit too high. I think maybe they could have been in with a shout of being in the top 20, but ultimately they didn't win a trophy. Uh, and we all know how important that is when it comes to these sort of individual awards. If Arsenal can get their hands on trophies this season, then I have no doubt that the likes of Saka and potentially Odegaard could be far higher up in that on that list because they are such, such good players. OK, let's get on some questions and comments from you guys now before we wrap this up today. Here's one from Ollie Mack, who says, whatever happened with Cedric, is he still part of the squad? Happy not playing. Well, you'd have seen Cedric at the weekend celebrating Eddie Nketiah's goal up in the, I think it was director's box, or if it wasn't director's box, it was one of the players' boxes. He was sitting next to Gabriel Jesus. Uh, so he is obviously still around. He is part of the squad. I think he'll be in the squad tomorrow. He did come on against Brentford last time out, but I think that's about as much as we're going to see from Cedric this season. There were chances for him to go in the summer. Nothing really materialised at Arsenal. We know they like to 
cancel contracts if they can with players who aren't really going to be involved. But I think, to be honest, after talking with Cedric, they probably all came to the conclusion that it was just worth sticking around for the season uh, with him. He's not on huge bank busting money like some of the players at Arsenal have decided to cancel the contracts early. I think they probably see it was manageable and it was worth keeping him around just in case there were any injuries. Like I said, he played against Brentford or he came on against Brentford in the last round. I think he'll be involved this week, uh, tomorrow night against West Ham as well. And so he's just going to be around. So happy not playing. You know, I doubt it. No player's happy playing. But at the end of the day, he's getting paid pretty handsomely, I imagine, for this this season. And, uh, and he's still going to be hoping for some minutes. So yeah, he is still part of the squad. Here's one from John. He says, the lineup for Brentford was Ramsdale, Kivior, Gabriel, Tomiyasu, White, Havertz, Jorginho, Smith-Rowe, Nelson, Nketiah and Sogo Jr. And subs of Odegaard, Jesus, Cedric Elneny and Zinchenko. Some of those we won't see for sure in the West Ham match. Some of the young lads also played yesterday, when he, and I think that means on Sunday, in the 6-3 win against Brighton for the 21s. The Walters, Lewis, Skelly and Cody Dubry played. Sogo Jr. didn't. So I think against West Ham, we could go with Ramsdale, Kivior, Gabriel, Tomiyasu, Cedric, Havertz, Elneny, Smith-Rowe, Nelson, Nketiah and Sago Jr. Um, yeah, I can see plenty of those players playing. I'm not sure Cedric will start. It wouldn't surprise me at all if Ben White starts in that game. Um, and I don't think we'll see Sogo Jr. play. He might be on the bench. I don't think he'll start. I think Trossard definitely starts somewhere in that team, whether it's up front in place of Nketiah, whether it's on one of the wings. Um, it could well be on one of the wings because I think Vieira plays definitely and he's not in your team there. But you could well see Nelson and Trossard playing with Havertz up front and then you could have a midfield of um, Smith-Rowe and uh, Vieira ahead of Jorginho or even Elneny, probably Jorginho. So I don't think you're going to be too far off, John, but I think there's a couple of absentees in that list that I think will play. Like I said, Vieira, I think will start and I certainly think Trossard will start the game as well. Uh, and last but not least, of course, from Barry here says, good day, Charles. My question is, is David Rea not on loan and his permanent deal still to be ne negotiated? I'm slightly confused to why there's so much constant discussion. Yes, he is on loan. It is a loan for the season, but that was only really done. That deal was only struck the way it was because of Arsenal sort of getting around FFP and, you know, they'd spent a lot of money at that time. They hadn't brought enough in and it was a case of just getting a loan deal agreed so that it will be turned permanent. It will be turned permanent in the summer. I'll be stunned if it isn't. Brentford are expecting it to, Arsenal are expecting it to. So I think it was just a way of sort of getting around FFP for the uh, for the summer outlay that Arsenal had already done. All right, everyone, that's it from me. Thank you very much for watching. As usual, like I said, I will be back a little bit later on today with Inside Arsenal Extra Time with James Benj. If you do want any comments or questions included in that show, get them in and get them in very, very quickly because we are sitting down very soon to record that episode. Until next time, everyone, have a very good day. I'll speak to you soon.